All right, my lovely ladies, I am so excited. I'm always so excited, but I have one of my really good girlfriends who I've actually known in another past life when I was doing my health and fitness business. And we used to run a health and nutrition location in South Bay, California. And so I'm really excited for her because, you know, we've gone our separate ways and, and started our biz, businesses, different businesses, gotten married and all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> and so I'm excited because she's going to be helping me to put on an event this month. And I thought it was a great opportunity to just kind of talk to her. You know, when I think about the events that I've done in my life, and I've done a lot of events, one of my favorite, I always tell her this, she probably <laughs> But one of my absolute favorite events that I've ever hosted in my whole entire life was an event that Jennifer did. And I just like think she's the coolest and fun. So Jennifer, welcome to the call. Thank you, Tam. <laughs> and yes, every time I talk to you, you talk about that event. That's <laughs> still like my, it still makes me, it tickles me every time yeah. I think about how fun that event was. I actually think I forgot all about it until you brought it up like last year when we reconnected. <laughs> that is hilarious. I love yeah. it. So, so yeah, first of all, before we even get into anything else, I just want you to tell me, just give me your background, you know, what things have you done and just what have you created? What are you doing now? Oh man, I've done all kinds of things. <laughs> it's actually, I'm at a good point now because I feel like I can package it and explain it a little bit better, but I actually just moved into the suburbs, which is a little bit of a change for us. But I've worked in healthcare in terms of my you know, full-time work experience, about 15 years. And it was in last, oh, January of 2017, I was actually laid off. And I had dabbled in a lot of different businesses and been kind of like a, a side hustle entrepreneur. And when I got laid off because the program closed, I was kind of faced with this decision. All right, what am I going to do? Am I going to go look for another full-time job and keep my side hustles? Or am I going to just do this? And I, I, it was at the, the right after I got engaged as well. And so I had a wedding to plan at the same time. And I'm like, I'm done I'm not doing full-time anymore. And I just dove right in. So I've been full-time. Um, I have two businesses that I, that I run. So I've been full-time in my businesses for just about exactly two years, actually. So the day, I think it was January 23rd, 2017. <laughs> so one of my businesses is uh, taking, you know, using all of the skills and the relationships that I had in healthcare, and I consult for nonprofits in health. And the other business is my culinary nutrition business. So I offer personal chef services, cooking classes, nutrition classes, one-on-one -on -one coaching and I'm in kind of scaling mode right now. And the really beautiful thing is I'm working on bridging the two and trying to bring nutrition into my work with nonprofits because I work a lot with survivors of domestic violence. So really trying to connect that as a as a approach to overcoming trauma and really looking at nutrition, food access and food insecurity as one of the root causes for domestic violence and community violence. So that's sort of my world right now. <laughs> that's great. That's yeah. great. And so is that something that you've always been interested in or is there a reason why you chose 
to go into healthcare, <clears throat> working with abuse, and then also with food? Is there something that goes back into your history? Yeah, so actually, uh, in terms of healthcare, I was working primarily in women's health and in sexual health, hence the events that you're familiar with. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I actually did not uh, did not work with survivors of abuse or anything like that uh, while I was working in healthcare until the last few years, just because the clinic that I was running, we just developed a, a partnership with the domestic violence program. And from there, my work in healthcare just kind of expanded doing statewide initiatives, integrating healthcare and domestic violence. And on the nutrition side, that really was just, I got into that because of my own journey, because I needed to work on my own health, I needed to heal a condition that the doctor said, we can't, we can't fix this. You got to just keep taking prednisone, which is a steroid that is very unhealthy and not good to stay on. And I just wasn't willing to accept that this, that this is incurable. And I just quickly realized from all of my professional experience working in healthcare and my spiritual development and personal development, that that was, it's really, I got to take it into my own hands. And that's really when I dove into the world of nutrition and soon after you and I had met in the, the health and fitness endeavor that we were working on. And from there, uh, you know, my interest and my passion for nutrition really exploded. And uh, I actually went vegan for about two years uh, as, as a way to heal myself. And it worked. And from there, my business just kind of started, it sort of just fell into my lap. People just started asking me for help. And I was like, well, why not? And, and if I can make money doing, doing this, then why not? And so that's kind of how it just unfolded. And that seems to be the, the pattern in my experience is the things that are for me just fall into my lap and I just say yes to it and, and do it. It's sort of been how, how, it's, how it's been for me. That's really so, cool. You know, I was having this conversation just about surrender. You know, mm -hmm. there's a, there was this, there's a book that my girlfriend just recommended the surrender project or something like that and she said it was her one her favorite so it's, it's amazing that you're coming up with that as well because mm -hmm. that's kind of how it's been for you as well your experience mm -hmm. surrender is something that comes up often on on my journey and in my experience and i think that for women in general i think that's a really common theme that pops up if it's something that you need to do <laughs> to to expand and to grow and i think that's a, a huge lesson and there's so many people that are confused or feeling stuck in terms of what do i do next what am i what's my purpose what am i supposed to be doing and i think if you just stop and see see what is happening around you that you need to surrender to i think that the answer is just revealed it's just it just shows up for you at least that's how it's been for me. I'd like to believe that that's how it is for a lot of people. So. Mm -hmm. so what is your favorite aspect about being an entrepreneur? Being in control of my own everything, right? My schedule, how much money I have the capacity to make, being able to create what it is that I want to create and not, you know, it's very different when you don't have somebody telling you what to do, but it's this internal drive to do these things, um, getting really clear on your vision and making that happen, even if it takes a really, really long time. <laughs> I love being able to make a difference through whatever that vision is. So if I create a new service or program or product and it, it creates an impact for people, then that I'm, I'm up for that. I mean, I, I worked in healthcare because I'm all about, you know, supporting people 
in their health as much as possible. And it just is a completely different experience when it's your own, your own thing that you're, that you're creating and putting it out. What was your most satisfying time, like moments in your business thus far? I think watching the growth happen. So, you know, starting with one client to, I have a full load and I have to turn people away right now, or I need to hire help, right? To make it happen. Um, Going from one testimony to many, many testimonials, going from one service to multiple services. So I think, uh, and then of course, financially watching the, the growth happen financially as well. I think that's very, very satisfying to, to experience the growth. It. Although it doesn't always happen linearly, but <laughs> it never does. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to hang in long enough to see that. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, what key activities do you recommend other entrepreneurs to invest their time in? You know, one of the things that I'm exploring for myself right now is what are the areas of my business that I enjoy doing that actually bring me energy as opposed to leave me feeling drained and exhausted or confused or what fill in the blank, whatever that, that negative experience is and learning to outsource those things that are not fueling your energy. So this is something that I'm currently experimenting with. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, some of the, the things that I think we're not they don't feel our energy just because we don't, we don't know. We haven't received the information or the knowledge around, around that. For me, it's social media. That's something that keeps popping up. That's just not my thing. I don't like doing it. So I'm like, all right, am I going to sit and learn this stuff or am I going to just hire somebody to do it for me and then save my energy for the things that really matter to me and the things that actually support the growth of my business in a way that I want to and that keep me feeling energized. It's a hard thing to run a business when you feel burned out, right? And when you feel like you just don't feel energized about it. I feel like you're not going to get anywhere. So that would be my suggestion just because that's particularly what's showing up for me right now. <laughs> yes, that's so mm-hmm. true. There's costs involved with you know, doing something that you're not good at. You know, if, mm-hmm. you are, if you're worth $250 an hour and you're spending, you know, 10 hours or more on something that you're not good at or don't joy from right it's way too expensive you know it's better to just hire somebody for two hundred dollars who can just whip it out right save yourself yes i i agree well that's a hard thing to come to because i think when you're starting out if it's two hundred dollars that might be two hundred dollars you don't have and so if your thinking is i save money by doing this myself which is my thinking around a lot of things in my business um Eventually, I feel that I think you get to a point where it is so valuable to just let, you know, release that little bit of money and, and keep your time in exchange. That's really, that's really what that, what that's doing for you. Very, very true. Very true. How have you been marketing yourself? How do you get clients right now? Honestly, my biggest method is word of mouth. So doing a really good job with the clients that I have and they, I get referrals all the time. The other is having a really effective website, which has gone through many phases of evolution <laughs> and done a lot of work around getting, getting that solid. But from there, people, people find me online. But to support that even more, I'm on Yelp. And so I have 
lots of reviews on there that sort of feed into the site. So I would say that those are the, the two, the two biggest ways right now. Yeah. Word of mouth and some, okay. Very mm -hmm. good. Do you have any business related books that you are inspired or have inspired you the most? That's a tough question. I don't have a lot of, I haven't read a whole lot of business books. I read a lot of personal development books yeah. and I read a lot of content books in the area that I work. So specifically around health and nutrition. Uh -huh. And I feel like that's what inspires me to do well in my business. Um, well, I'll share with you one of my favorite and one, and I, I've, I just always go back and listen to it when I'm struggling with something. I wouldn't call it a personal development book, but I would call it a spiritual development book. And to me, I mean, that's the root to, to really do well in life and do well in your business. Um, and it is A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. So I feel like whenever I'm getting stuck and operating out of fear versus operating out of love, however that shows up in life or in business, that book always brings me back. So I'll, I'll just share that, but it's not, you know, hardcore business book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I love that. Okay, one last question. And this is kind of like miscellaneous, you know, kind of random. But if you had a magic stick, what three things would you change in the world? I don't know how to, I don't know how to word this, but I would, okay, how about this? I would eliminate all processed food with my <laughs> magic stick. That would be the first. Thank <laughs> you. <do>. Yes. <laughs> Definitely do that. I would, uh, you know, the, the thought that keeps coming to mind is kindness and creating open minds. I don't, I don't, you know, I think I just, I just was being interviewed by somebody earlier this week and we, we had a conversation around what are some of the biggest barriers that I experience working with folks. And one of the biggest is just have being so limited and closed in your thinking. And I feel like until you open your mind, you're not going to grow. You're not going to change your behavior. You're not, you're not going to shift from A to Z or to whatever point you need to get to. I think it keeps us stuck. So more kindness, open minds, openness in mind, and no processed food on the planet. <laughs> I love it. That's like perfect. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so Jennifer, we're going to be speaking in our event coming up here February 9th. And mm -hmm. uh, just give us like a little peek into what you're going to be talking about. I know we were talking, we were like, you know, I was reading a little bit about libido and mm -hmm. you know, different foods that will help that. So just tell me a little bit what you plan on sharing with us. Yes. So libido or sex drive is something that uh, we all want a lot of. <laughs> and most of us don't have it. Especially as women, we have such busy lives. We're balancing so many things that, you know, it, it just, we're just kind of feel insane and overwhelmed oftentimes. And we're fatigued. And in addition to that, a lot of us are dealing with health issues. And what a lot of people don't realize is that your libido is directly affected by what you eat. So yes, it's also impacted by your, your you know, medications you might be on, the status of your relationship hormones, all those types of things, but your lifestyle, your nutrition, your level of activity, those have a direct impact on your libido. So that's what we're going to be talking about. What are the foods 
that are known to boost libido. We're going to be talking about how you shift your diet in general to be able to really combat that chronic fatigue that we all feel. Chronic fatigue is the number one libido killer. So we'll be talking about that. And uh, we'll be talking about just, you know, how to, my favorite way to say it is how to spike your libido rather than your blood sugar levels. And just really understanding what that process is and how it unfolds in your body and how you can take control of that. I'm excited. I'm excited because I'm going to learn something and my husband's going to have to watch out. Yes. Yes. And well, you'll have, you'll get some, uh, we're obviously not going to have, we're not going to be hands-on with food, but we'll definitely be sharing some really great libido boosting recipes that you can go home and try. Some point soon, I will be offering another cooking class. And I got to say, when folks leave that class, I get, I get messages the next day saying, (laughs) (laughs) love it well i'm excited i'm so excited to see you thank you so much for taking your time i know you're busy and and just sharing a little bit about your journey and i look forward to seeing you on february 9th yes thanks so much tim thanks for having me and uh, we'll see you soon see you soon bye-bye bye